Whose obelisk is this? The Monday Morning Memo for February 10th, 2020. The first obelisk was a stone pillar with a tapered top created by the ancient Egyptians to honor the sun god. It is a finger pointing to the sky. The Roman army carried Egyptian obelisks back to Rome as a sign of their power over that nation. The Vatican uncovered a buried Egyptian obelisk 500 years ago and placed it in St. Peter's Square as a sign of Catholicism's victory over paganism. Our God is better than your gods. Modern obelisks are erected as memorials of people, events, and accomplishments. But the obelisk that interests me most is a jagged dagger of rock that rises 1,844 feet above the surface of the ocean. This arrow to the sky has been known as Ball's Pyramid since 1788, even though it was countless centuries old when Henry Ball's mother gave birth to him. It never really belonged to Ball. He just discovered it. I think we put our names on things because we want to be remembered. But that doesn't really work. Ben White and William Cannon are two famous boulevards in the city where I live, but I've never met anyone who could tell me who those men were or what they did. My friend Tom Grimes once wrote me an email that said, Nobody other than a handful will think about us 15 minutes after we check out permanently. And when you realize how insignificant you really are, you're free to experience the world the way it's supposed to be experienced, one moment at a time, and that this day is the day. I think Tom is right. Our lives aren't measured by one big accomplishment, but by all the little things we do and say. Every person is given, at birth, a colorful imagination and a tongue for a brush. Splashes of color are left on our lives by every person we encounter. And how we do love those who paint in our hearts a bright finger of encouragement pointing toward the sky. What will you paint today? Roy H. Williams The force is strong with Steve Sansweet. After spending more than 27 years as a reporter and bureau chief with the Wall Street Journal, Steve has been certified by Guinness World Records as the owner of the world's largest private collection of Star Wars memorabilia. He is president and CEO of Rancho Obi-Wan, a nonprofit museum in Petaluma, California, that houses part of his collection. On May the 2nd, Wizard Academy is celebrating its 20th anniversary, and you are invited. Two days later, Steve will be celebrating Star Wars Day with fans worldwide. May the 4th be with you. Roving reporter Rotbart has done it again. He has found a fun story to lift our spirits during these interesting times in which we live. The smiles begin the moment you arrive at mondaymorningradio.com.